So, today is, I think it's still March 13, 2021. It's nice that I get to do these audio recording things because then it makes it so that I can just vent it all out in one recording. And then the next recording, I can be like, okay, so here's my actual thoughts about it, right? Because the first recording I just did, well, no, I was supposed to do a recording yesterday. That was going to be the bombshell, like the atomic bomb of like, I hate everything, blah, 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 blah. And then today's like the anniversary of everything shifting around. And I expressed a lot of emotion in that one. Like, mostly emotion. Like, not very, like, logical or, like, clear-minded thinking. It was mostly just emotion, right? Because, like, clearly, I'm an emotional person. I'm not just, like, this robot person that's just like, oh, you say do this, so I'll just do it. You know? Like, I have, like, a brain and things. Like, I just wonder what it was like for people in China when they transitioned from having the, the freedom to just have as many kids as they wanted to and just build their family and do their family planning versus when they started instilling that law that's like, oh, or I don't know if it's law per se, but like, you know, the fine of like how many thousands of dollars if you have more than one child and, and like what it was like for them to be like, are you kidding me? Like you're creating a fine for me to be able to decide what I do in my own home, like in my own family, like, right. And it's just like, no, 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 like this is not a thing. There's a, but it's continued as a thing, right? Because, like, nobody really did anything about it to change it, right? And so it's just, like, it's still in my head. Uh, and then it's, like, you know, my hut, my dad grew up in an environment where, like, government chose such and such things. So he was, like, okay. So I guess we're just going to live this lifestyle where we're, like, going to be okay to go to jail at any moment. And then so if I'm going to live that way anyways, I might as well just, like, leave the border and, like, I know that I'm not supposed to because the borders are closed, but I'm going to do it anyways because I might as well go to jail or I might as well get killed because it's worth the effort to try anyways, right? And then I was just saying in my last recording is, like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to jail too. Like, I really am, right? I was just saying that. But then as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. If I went to jail, it would be almost as if I was going to be doing a divorce, with like my family and my husband and you know like all this kind of stuff and it's like I'm not ready to do that right like and then it's like it's as if I would go and work because really going to jail would be like taking on a full-time job but not just a full-time job but like a whole lifestyle job right and it's just like yeah no I'm not ready for that either because it's like it's like what is freedom right it's like it's like I would go to jail for for standing up for freedom but then at the same time, it's like my freedoms would be lost in, in standing up for that. So then it's just like, but then what is it for? Because, you know, like there's people in history that have done this. You know, the person that wrote Pilgrim's Progress, he was in jail when he wrote that. You know, like there was things that he was able to do that made great change. And the symbol of him being in jail while he did that is like, it just boggles my mind, right? And, and the same with like um, the guy that wrote Les Mis. And like Hugo Victor, Victor Hugo, yeah, like he was in jail when he was writing that too. And so it's just like, I'm just like, yes, I understand that there's a certain time when people are like, yeah, I'm ready to risk everything and just go to jail to to be the symbol of a person going to jail for this purpose to then bring about like future change kind of thing. I think Gandhi even went to jail. You know, like all of these great people in history were willing to go to jail for like rights and freedoms and things like that. And, like, I feel like I'm there, and at the same time, I'm not. Like, I'm there in my heart, like, I'd be ready to, and at the same time, it's like, 
I wouldn't be able to do it from a Martha perspective for sure, right? Like Martha and Mary. Because the Martha side of me would be like, well, of course not. Like, of course it's not a great ideal situation for my kids to feel like their mom is in jail. Or like my husband to feel like his wife is in jail. And they don't get access to me and I don't get access to them. Like, of course that's not like a thing. But I feel terrible to live in a community and society right now where they are are basically creating rules that would make it so everybody that's just trying to live a regular healthy life could basically be be caught to go to jail right like and it's just like this is messed up so no matter how messed up it is though I'm realizing that it still stands strong I'm still able to do the things that I'm able to do for my physical health so that's good like those rights aren't being infringed at this second. Um, you know, like I can I can drink water, I can eat healthy foods, those kinds of things, right? But then when I go to the second emotional part, it's like like because of who I am, like I do get so much wellness and health of emotion when I get to like interact socially with other people and not to feel like I'm going to go to jail every time I do that, right? Like it's like Oh, like I just, I hate that that's a thing right now. Whoever came up with the idea, like I just need to pray for them so that however my life is going to play out, that somehow they will be blessed, their grandchildren will be blessed, and whatever my life's purpose will have created, that they will be blessed for it because I feel so suffering right now. So that's okay. Um, And then, you know, and then there's the next part. There's like the cognitive social stuff. Where it's like, okay, well, like, yeah, like, I can learn anything I want to, which is a great thing. It's like, it's a great freedom to just, like, access any library I want to and, like, you know, learn however I want to with books and all of those kinds of things. Um, and that, so that's good. Um, and then, you know, like, spiritually and stuff, like, of course, there's limitations to that. But at the same time, it's like, I have to be somewhat like okay in this space of like it's gonna work out you know like the church leaders have been so patient through this you know like they don't even like wearing the masks they don't like getting the vaccines either and you know like i like i'm not quoting them per se but i just know it you know like none of us like what's going on right now none of us like the um the pressures to feel like we need to do things in a way that is not natural to us not comfortable, not like common sense to what we've known. And and then there's this whole level of submission, right? It's just like, I just have to be clear with myself. What is the will of the Lord? And it's like, well, when I'm honest with that, it's like, I don't think it's his will that I go to jail. So, okay, so that's good. So it's like, okay, I think it is his will that I keep going as a mom and as a wife on like a 24-7 basis And not just do it like once every five years in and out of jail because, you know, because I believe in having like regular social interactions with people that's like within a six foot distance and like, and, and not like going along the rules of like what's being prohibited in, in like indoor locations and all of this kind of stuff. And, um, so it's just like, so yeah, so then it's that forsaking thing. It's like, I need to be ready to be okay with that. It's like when I chose to get married to my husband, I realized that because I was so social, it meant that when I chose to marry my husband, he would be my only friend for the rest of my life. And I wouldn't have any other friends. Like, 
I just had to make that choice, I knew that it wouldn't be totally true because like I just make friends wherever I go, right? But really for the first like couple years, that was what life was like. It was like, yeah, my friend is my husband because like, because literally I don't have enough like presence. Like I just wanted to give him a hundred percent presence. I didn't want to have other friendships and stuff interrupting my priority of that relationship. So I, I very clearly decided, yeah, I'm going to get married with my husband and it's going to be okay that he's going to be my only friend for the rest of my life. And, you know, over time it's kind of branched out and I've become okay with like, you know, having other people in my life as well because it works that way. But it, but only if it's really like contributing to my ceiling. And that's what it comes down to too. It's like, would me going to jail be contributing to strengthening my ceiling? And then it's like, no, okay. So then it's like, okay, then maybe I just need to suck it up even more. Maybe I need to be okay with not having interactions with other people outside of more than 10 people. Maybe I just need to be okay with not going into other people's houses and having other people in my house right now and be okay with that. Because like, that's the cost. It's like, I don't, I don't feel like it would be edifying to my ceiling to, to step over those boundaries just for the sake of you know, an afternoon of laughter and enjoyment so that then I don't get to be a full-time mom and a full-time wife for however many said years that I would be in jail for. Like, it's like, okay, okay. Like I can, I can stomach that. I can be okay with that. Like, and it's hard, right? Because there's that swan story where it's like, um, Lewis is like, Hey, let us just, um, let us just not get our wings clipped. Let us have the freedom to just fly around instead of being in the zoo. So in some ways, it's almost like I'm choosing to get my wings clipped right now. I'm choosing to have my wings clipped so that I can be the wife and the mother that Heavenly Father wants me to be right now. And that's okay with me, even though it's not. You know what I mean? It's like I'm okay with the sacrifice of having my wings clipped right now because I care more about being a wife and a mother than like standing up and going to jail for whatever right or freedom that I think is unjust at this moment. And, and I think that's going to be okay because that's what's, what I've always chosen. It's like when I chose to be baptized, that meant that I was not going to be having like my favorite iced tea drink or my favorite iced cappuccino coffee thing or whatever. It just meant that if I wanted to be temple worthy, I wouldn't be able to be living that double life. I couldn't just be like, hey, let's go and do that. And and just think, oh, when I go through my temple at recommend interview, I can just pretend that I didn't do it or, or say that I did it and think that they're still going to say, oh, hey, you're still okay. You know, when it's like, no, clearly you see the difference between what Heavenly Father's asked and what you did. And so that's like where I'm at. It's like, I don't think Heavenly Father's asking me to go to jail to stand up for this right now. I think that the better part would just be to get the wings clipped, do the things that I need to do so that I can just keep doing the things that are being asked of me to do and like things that are within my calling to do, even if I feel like my wings are clipped as I'm doing it all the while. And like, and I know that because of my willingness to be obedient, 
Heavenly Father will bless me. Like in the same way that those people that were slaves in the Book of Mormon. In the same way that he blessed that their burdens were lighter. Right? It's like I need to be accessing the strength of his power even more. Like yesterday, I was ready to die. Like I really was. I was like, I'm done with these rules. So I just like went out and just was like, I don't care about them anymore. Take me to jail. Whatever. And then it was like, okay. But then afterwards, it's like, okay. I'm not going to die by just like, you know, stepping into my role as a mother or a wife even more and not like getting to see all the friends that I would like to see in the way that I would like to see them, in the way that I would like to just have interactions with people and just like, because I'm like a big party kind of person. Like I just love big parties. I love bonfires. I love like, I just love potlucks and I love like, I just love so much fun. And lots of people always equate lots of fun. It's like on my 18th birth, it's like every birthday I've had, I've tried to increase the number of people by like five more people. And then by the time I was 18, I, I was able to have like 30 people invited And I was just like, I felt so fulfilled by that. And, you know, I'm sure there's all the event planners in the world that are feeling the same way. They're like, why in the world do I just not get to do my event? Thankfully, there's there's states, there are literally states that have totally opened up and they're like, yeah, we're done with the COVID rules too. (laughs) So they're like, yeah, everybody do your events in our state. (laughs) So there's like one, two, three, four, like four states that have just like lived that, right? And so it's just like, yes. Thank you. Like, I actually love hearing about those people that have chosen to be commonsensical, like, as leaders, to be like, this is not a healthy deal. Like, this is not a generational smart move. So let us just make some good generational smart moves here. And so, like, as of now, I need to, like, honor and obey the law of what what the leaders are creating here. Um, Like and and just do that and then also be very vigilant in my process when it's time to vote for people to be like okay who's a commonsensical person like if we're gonna do this pandemic thing again who would make good rules so that we can like have people govern themselves and have less like less state and more independence like (laughs) so like yeah that's that's good that would be great. Um, but until then, it's like I'm kind of in this wings clipped kind of place where it's just like I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with the, the, with the situation that's like, yeah, um, I don't have the same freedoms that I once had. And to know that that's a reality and that I'm not in a position nor am I ready to fight for it at this second because I'm fighting for other things. I'm fighting for the health of myself and my family. I'm fighting for like the health of my marriage. I'm, I'm fighting for those simple things that I'm still able to do right now, which I'm glad I can. Um, and I'm grateful for that. So I just need to step into doing the things that will help me hear him, doing things that will help me to step into the healing power of gratitude and just live it because Clearly, I have a lot to be grateful for. Like, I'm literally not one of those people that are really struck in by this pandemic to the point where I'm, like, on my deathbed, right? Like, that's not me. And that's really cool. Like, I just love how, like, it hasn't affected us in our family 
you know, like in our community with that depth, you know, like I feel so sad for different communities around the world where literally that was their thing. It was like person after person after person. And it's just like, oh, I just feel so like so heartbroken for that situation to ever happen. It's almost like an atomic bomb situation, right? Like whenever I would read that Sadako story of the girl that was like affected by like the bombs and how she got so sick. I just thought like that is so terrible like I just feel so sad for these people that have just been hurt and like destroyed for generations um, because of this these choices and so yeah that's what I'm I'm feeling is like I just have this responsibility to be like yeah I I can still listen to the Holy Ghost I still can read the scriptures I still can't, like, in the same way that Corey Ten Boom, when she was in jail, she could be like, oh, hey, I can still count the ants. I can count how many ants there are on the floor. And, oh, here, I can see how they interact. And I'm going to, like, I think she named them. I think she named all the ants that were, like, in her cell or whatever. And so that's kind of how I feel. Like, the last recording I made was, like, am I in a zoo or am I in a jail? And then it was, like, no, like... Eventually, I decided, like, in the last recording, I was like, you know, I'm not going to be in the zoo or the jail. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, no, I was like, I'm not going to be in the zoo, I'm going to go to jail, right? Like, it's either I get to be in the zoo or the jail. So, it's like, either way, it's, there's like, it's either I have my wings clipped here, um, or I go to the jail and pretty much have my wings clipped there too. So, it's like, okay, here we go. Um, but thankfully I can just like hold on to Heavenly Father's strength and spirit um, and, and realize that there's still hope in living this life. Because I really do feel like that, right? Like sometimes it's easy to feel like, oh wait, like maybe it would be a good idea to die because then you would have all the freedoms of the next life, right? And you wouldn't have COVID rules in the next life, right? But then, you know, all of the people that I met and were friends with that committed suicide, they were like, yeah, like, not, they didn't talk to me directly, but you know, like, the after stories of everything that comes afterwards, it's like this whole idea of like, oh, hey, um, there's these people, they choose to commit suicide, but really, they're still struggling with their struggles that they had that caused them to commit suicide, but now they just don't have a body to help them process that, right? And so that would be really damning. It would be like this huge obstacle, like a pizza dam, where it's like, yeah, that would make no sense. It's like, you know, if a, a child is going through a temper tantrum, and if they suddenly committed suicide or something, they would still be having that temper tantrum on the other side, but they would just not have a body to help them play it out and, you know, just like interact and like keep doing the things that are their mission to fulfill in this life. And it's just like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any logical sense to do anything like to that extreme because it just doesn't, it doesn't fulfill any great purpose in any sort, you know, in the same way that maybe it doesn't make any sense for me to do this jail thing because it's like, yeah, no, like I would still have the same struggles. There would still be COVID rules and regulations, even in jail, I'm sure, right? Like, so it's just like, ah, it just wouldn't make any sense. So it's like I'm just trying to find out what makes sense. And so it's like, okay, what makes sense is to still live the gospel truth. It's like, I can still follow Jesus. 
You know, like, I will walk with Jesus. And so it's like, how do I do that? Okay, so I'm going to take care of my body like a temple. I'm going to do the things that are spiritual that will help me to hear him. You know, whether it's song. I love that we're learning in Doctrine and Covenants right now. That all about, like, how Emma made all these songs. And it's like, a song of the righteous is a prayer unto me. I love that. And I love that I get to be exposed to that. Right? And, and then I have the freedom to be exposed to that. Maybe I need to start counting how many freedoms I do have. Rather than focusing on all the freedoms that I feel like are being compromised. Because I think if I did that, it would just really help with my mindset. So that I could just be in a place of even more peace. That Heavenly Father's really got my back. Even if I feel like so many like wicked and conspiring men are in control of whatever situations at any given moment... It's like, but Jesus Christ won the battle. He just won. Like, so we're just living the fruits of, like, his, like, atoning for us. Now, like, we are not suffering as bad as we would if he didn't atone for us, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So that's good. So I got my whole situation here with, like, yes, I'm going to take care of my body like a temple. Yes, I'm going to do the things that are going to help me to be spiritually strong enough to, like, actually hear him. Um, yes, I'm going to do the things that are going to actually strengthen my skills and abilities. Like, cause I just love this book club that I'm in. And like, if I was in jail, I wouldn't get to do a book club. So that's great. Same if I didn't like live in this body anymore and I was in the next life. So it's like, well, you know, like life is worth living for the book club, right? <laughs> I'm just so motivated by social. Like I just am. <laughs> it's funny that the book club is like my one thing. It's like, wait a minute. If I did that, then I wouldn't get to do a book club, right? In the same way that was like, there was this lady that was talking with one of my mentor friends and she was like, I think she was vegetarian or something. And she was like considering suicide or whatever, right? And then he's like trying to talk her out of it. And the thing that got her was like, well, if you chose to take that step, then you realize that your kids wouldn't be vegetarian anymore, right? Like they wouldn't have anyone to help them be vegetarian. And then she's like, wait a minute. Like, I can't do this because I need to live so that my kids can be vegetarians too or something like that, right? And I just thought that's so sweet. I think that's awesome. So anyways, here I am processing. I've got, I've got my physical stuff down. You know, the emotional stuff, I know it's going to take care of itself. You know, over time, it's just, it just is, right? Like, I'm starting to learn how to be social with my family. Like, I'm, I'm trying to learn stuff. Like, I love the book club, so I can just, like, be learning things there. And then and then the social part is, like, you know, I do get to be social with my family. Like, thankfully, I've been improving in my relationship with my husband and with, like, individual people in my family. So that's been good. And, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with that and just, like, trying to process what, what I think I'm going to do about that. And... Yeah, at least I can take the next steps, even though, like, I feel super exhausted most of the time, um, that I can just, like, pray to have the strength that I need to do the things that I want to be doing to be a support to my family. So, that's good. And, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Because the last recording was a little bit floofy, because I was just, like, super high emotions about everything. Um, but, like, now that I've just come to terms with some things, it's like, oh... Hey, like, this is gonna, it's gonna work out somehow, right? It's like, because it always does. It always does in the Lord's way. 
Like, and that's the thing that I love about the Lord's way is that it doesn't always make logical sense, right? Like there's, there's so many pieces of it that I just don't see, but that's why it's faith. It's having faith in Jesus Christ that he knows the way, right? He's in the front. He sees all. And so I'm in the back here, you know, just seeing my short sighted vision about whatever I can see, but he's got all vision. He's got eternal vision. So I need to just keep my faith in Jesus Christ and know that he's got this. He really does. And he's had it from the beginning and he still has it. And I just need to remember that that's true. And to believe him when he says that that he's got it. And that, that I am literally a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I'm literally a follower of his ways and of him literally today. Like I'm a living disciple of Jesus Christ. So I'm just like, okay. So because I'm that way, it's like, okay, I can do this. I can have the wings clip thing. I can have the... I can just do what whatever is my best effort in making the best case scenario of my situation. Um, I'm just like so amazed with these other people in my life where they just like happily just do that. You know, they, they don't even have to blink or flinch about how bad things are. They are just focused on what is theirs to do because this is what their boundaries are of what, what their choices are currently. And so it's like, okay, I can, I can live a little bit more to follow their example and just do the best that I can do about that because I'm not going to be perfect at it because it's very against the grain for me, but I can, I can at least try and I know that I can borrow strength from Heavenly Father. So I'm really glad about that.